hello and welcome to our second try at doing the gaming face punch gaming roundup and we have a special guest this week his name's keith hello keith how you doing <laughs> cheers mate hey keith <laughs> hi buddy <laughs> we've got Gapstar with us this week because nigel um nigel's chosen to have the day off to do some stuff even though everything opens up tomorrow uh, and unlike me, he's not willing to wait a week. So uh, we've got Babstow, who's been kind enough to, to, to step in. And we've got Keith, from his 2K droning thing. I was expecting a stream on Saturday. You let me down, mate. Sorry, buddy. I was going to pop in and just cause havoc like I did last time. <laughs> right. So we've got some news for you this week. And I think the first one we're going to look over here is... Um, the Stargate one. I'm just going to play the trailer while we chat. Just so you've got something to look at rather than my beautiful face. Um, so this week we got um, a reveal that a new Stargate game's coming. And it's supposed to be a third-person shooter. Um, and it's uh, having, uh, what's it called? Arc Arceus Interactive. Um Start is publishing the game. Oh, fucking hell, I've lost track of this one. Anyway, long and short of it, Stargate game's coming out. Stargate would, would have been a great IP to do a kind of Mass Effect-style game because you could have gone to all these worlds and dealt with all these problems, had tons of different stories and, and bits alike, and have those things kind of run. Uh, but we never really got anything like that. There was a, the Mamorpaga that came out that didn't quite happen. Um, and then we've got other stuff. So... It's, uh, how can I put it? It's something I want, but I don't want at the same time too. I want a Stargate game, but I'm worried that it's going to be, how can I put it, pal, like me, crap. Um, <laughs> go, go for it, mm. Keith, you're about to say something there. Well, it's interesting that this is this has come about after Stargate's been nothing really other than, I mean, I'm kind of sort of going into the TV thing, but we haven't heard anything out of Stargate really. We had... Gate World, which launched, and then they put all the episodes on on there, made you pay for them, and people didn't really take them up on it. They had an online web series, and people didn't really take them up on it. So it's kind of interesting right now that they're bringing out a video game, because I heard some rumblings this week that there was going to be some Stargate news. I was expecting some kind of movie announcement or something like that, but okay, we're getting a game. We're getting, yeah, we're getting a game. Uh, they've been talking about putting the TV series back together too. They've got other things with characters uh, coming back and this, that, and the other. And they've talked to Amanda Tappin, um, who would be a great striker because all she'd have to do is just tap, tap it in. That's dad joke, man. Mm. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, but it, yeah, a, a game. It's called Timekeepers. It's supposed to happen between series uh, seven and eight, I think, if I got it right. Um, it's weird because uh, I've got one story, and one story says it was a third-person shooter, and I've got another one says that it's a real-time strategy game. Okay. I've got no bloody idea what it is now. I was I, I just read that because I, I pulled up an article from uh, GateWorld.net, and um, hang on a second, boom, boom, boom. Today, UK-based publisher Slytherin uh, has announced Stargate um, Timekeepers is a real-time strategy game that's currently in development. Uh, the game is officially officially licensed by MGM. I know that um, there's a lot of stuff going on with the Stargate series at the moment. I don't want it coming back, not in the current situation, because all we're going to do is carry it back and they'll ruin the bloody thing. 
Um, they'll fill it full of identity politics rather than just good stories and fun, which we had before. Um, so yeah, it's uh, yeah, sorry, set between seasons seasons seven and eight. Uh, Stargate will be released on the PC uh, distributions platform such as uh, Steam. Uh, working on IP like Stargate uh, is an honor and a testament to our continued efforts to reach a wider audience. Slithering, mar- Slithering. marketing director Marco, m- not saying that one, <laughs> said, uh, "We strive to capture, uh, strive to capture players' imaginations by creating their own worlds and forging experiences based on the influential franchise. We look forward to bringing Stargate Timekeepers to life." And creating a long-lasting legacy of the Stargate strategy game. So it's a strategy game. I got from another source. I got third-person shooter. Little annoyed, but hey. So it's a strategy game. Okay, cool. It's not what I want. I wanted just like a, you know, Gears of War kind of game with some options in. Go to a different world, solve a few different problems, and Keith has derp faced on us while we're there. So I imagine he'll drop no, out and I drop haven't. back in. Oh, okay, I'm maybe I've done. I'm here. Okay. I mean, I I never watched the series. Would a first-person shooter work? With that particular first-person shooter, yeah, work. If you watch it, it's pretty action-orientated. Okay. So a first-person shooter would work for it. It fits more than a strategy game. The only strategy game I could think it could work it would work for would be an XCOM-style strategy game. So you could do an XCOM-style strategy game where you're taking turns and stuff. I think that might work for it. But apart from that, I don't think I, I can't see a real-time strategy game working for it. But then again, I they might have some ideas and stuff that we don't know about. I don't quite understand how a real-time strategy game is going to work around the Stargate thing because it wasn't about going and setting up bases and stuff, was it? It was, it was you know, expert. Yeah, it was a first-person shooter, third-stroke third-person shooter-style game, so it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it's it's an odd one. You want you'd want something um, something a bit more exciting in regards to it, but as I said, maybe if it was an XCOM-style strategy game, it works, which is less of the kind of real-time uh, Command & Conquer aspect of it, which I think would, uh, would, would do. But yeah, I'm... I like Stargate. Stargate's all right. Stargate Atlantis is my favourite. I've met what's his most Joe Flanagan, who plays uh, John Shepard in it, which uh, is quite cool. Um, my wife has met Jason Momoa, who was also in it. It was one of his first acting jobs outside Baywatch Nights. <laughs> Tells you what kind of actor he is. But yeah, it's. Uh, I, I want a decent game. I'm hoping it's going to be XCOM-ish because it would fit, that would fit more with Stargate because in Stargate they started off they didn't have anything so they would develop technology. So you'd go into a thingy, win a battle, retrieve a bit of technology, or do a covert action, come back, and then you'd have better guns and so forth and so on. I think that could work more um, than big massive armies fighting each other. Anyway, with that one, let's go on to our next story. Kind of says everything about the Atari Jackie with that. <laughs> it's a little, little kind of fan for just. Okay, so um, Sony have uh, revealed um, the fact that they are now uh, releasing more. Uh, what do you call it, uh, controllers for the console. So they've released 
a cosmic red and a midnight blue one. So I'm going to pop this on here. So big old fanfare regards to it. Now, I think the, the DualSense is a great controller. It is one of the best controllers, along with the, the previous PS4 controller. A lot of work has gone into making it, especially with the haptic feedback and stuff. And lots of people wanted a black console and a black controller rather than a white console and a white set of white controllers. But got a nice red one, nice black one now. And I hope to God they've fixed the drift on the sticks. Because lots of people complaining about uh, the drift on the sticks. Just, um, in regards to the controllers, that last as long, then don't, don't seem as good, so forth and so on. I think um, I think it's going to be good. I want how was it? What do I want? I want a I want a blue one because I always have, always have always have a red one and a blue one. That's not quite as red as I want. And uh, Keith has popped back it, in. It's a strange red, isn't it? Yeah, it is a strange red. You'd expect it to be like the bright, vibrant red, where it's more of, it's got a, oh, I don't know what's the word for it. It's a bit purplish. It's got like a tint, like you put added purple in the red when you put it together. Um, Yeah. It's, uh, it's good. Uh, the other thing too is I kind of, this is a weird thing, because it'll make sense, this will make sense when I bring on the next video. The, um, what do you call it? The controller. Um, It was just the controller on that advert, wasn't it? Just showed you the controllers. Here's the controllers. Here's what they look like. You know, if, if you've got one, you know what it looks like. Um, and you should be able to get old one. Um, but if we look at the Xboxes one, because we can't, oops, sorry, we can't have um, Sony do something without Xboxing, Xbox doing something too. So they showed off their controller because it's their 20th at the moment. So they showed off their controller. And I don't want to sound rude or anything. I, I think they might hide the most obnoxious people to advertise this as possible. Because you look at them and it's like, oh, it looks like I'd have trouble having a conversation with you. Um, and the controller... Um, yeah, come. I was just, how different is the Series X controller compared to the the uh, Xbox One controller? Because it looks exactly the same to me. It's exactly the same apart from it's got a share button on it finally. Okay. And it feels cheaper. Yeah, that's the truth. Of it. it actually feels cheaper. I'll be frank with you. Um, I'm hoping because when I got my Xbox One, I had a controller on that, and that felt quite cheap. One that came with the console. Then yeah. I got a replacement controller, and then that replacement controller felt quite premium in comparison. See, um, I still love the I still love the 360 pad. That's what oh, I use. I think the 361's probably one one of the best controllers made. It's the triggers on it because it had some. Uh, Proper triggers and bits on it, so that still was takes good. batteries. Oh, it's but, fucking yeah! It still takes yeah. batteries. Mine doesn't. Still takes batteries. Yeah. So I didn't. I my internet blipped out. I, I didn't see the PlayStation one. Is this just different colored controllers? Yeah, the different colored controllers. Hang on, let me just put the PlayStation one back on for you for a second. So, do I, you think they'll sell? the coloured plates for your machine as well? Um, I don't know. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I think they, if they, they would be dumb not to sell you plates for it. But it doesn't mean they won't but, do silly things. Isn't there lots of people 3D printing them already, though? Yeah, there is. Oh, is there? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's people who got black controllers and whatnot. That kind of looks funky in red. 
It does. The problem is it's not red, red. Do you know what I mean? No, it's an old red, mid, uh, cosmic red, they're calling it. Um, it looks it looks all right. Um, it's all in good bringing out these controllers, Sony, though, but can you, like, bring out in console so that, you know, <laughs> people can buy it? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Keith. Yeah, that is true. You'll be able to get the pads, but no console. Oh, you can get the pads here. There is an abundance of accessories for this thing, right? Every shop's got them. Got the console. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, I know I know that some of it is the, the worldwide chip shortage, but seriously, they've got to get their freaking act together. They really it wasn't, are. though, was it? It wasn't. They'll just use it as an excuse. I think it came down to two problems for Sony. One was um, good old-fashioned distribution. Uh, and the other was the fact that the chips that they were using were failing a lot of times. So they were throwing away whole PCBs with this chip on because it failed. It's driving them wild. The amount of loss they, they had to, to endure just to get there because they were losing RAM and all manner of bits alongside it. Mm. Um, but AMD, that's why they were talking about putting another chip in there. They reckon there's shortages for the, the PS5 consoles going to last into 2022. Because of the chip shortage and what everything, so yeah, yeah, but it's going to be over a year old by then, and it's how have they sold eight. You know, they've sold over eight million apparently, but where yeah. to who? I'm not. I I, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I believe it. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm not one. Gav, Gavin's yes, I know, one. but I, I still don't quite believe it because they just don't exist. They do exist. So, it's just that you live in Thailand, and everyone knows. That no, Thailand but they don't. I've uh, the UK. UK is still out of stock. Amazon, you know, they sell out within seconds, and and I don't believe that they are selling as many as they claim they are. I just don't. I, I... Because on on Amazon, when you typed in um, PlayStation Five, it brings up it brings up the pad. Even if you type mm. in console, it still brings up the pad. Mm. 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 <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna try that just to wind you up. <laughs> let's just let's yeah. test this. I, I, I don't know my my one will do the same here. So, PlayStation Five, yeah, yeah. Does it on mine as well? Da, 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 da. First thing no, that comes I, up, it's got, I got digital and then the pad. So, is it in stock? Currently unavailable. <laughs> yeah. There you go, Keith. It's always unavailable. If you click on that link there, what what does it do? Does it take to the... Because originally it took you to the pad. Oh, it does actually bring the box up there. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's... The thing is, I think that that Amazon's different depending if you're signed in or not. Um, I mean, the fact that, see... uh, You see, I think it's unforgivable that the computer exchange is allowed to scout to the level that they are. That is just... Did you see Nigel? Yeah, yeah. Right, seven hundred and seven hundred and something quid for a PlayStation Five. This is out of a high street shop. It's freaking. I mean, the no, they shouldn't be allowed. They to should be that. reported to trading standards. They really yeah. shouldn't. Shame on you, Computer Exchange. Absolute shame on you. Hmm. Yeah, hang on a second. Let me just share. Let me just share my screen. Uh, where is it? Share, share screen. What do I want to share? There we go. Right, so uh, our roving reporter on the ground, Nigel. Yeah. Wow. That's what he saw when he because he saw a PS5 in there and he saw it for seven hundred and eighty pounds. Hang on, eight hundred and twenty-five gig. 
Yes, 825 gig. What? Yeah, I'm sure it's 825. I've got, I've got the box yeah, somewhere. Yeah, it is. It is. It's not it full is. terabyte. It it's annoying. It's not full terabyte. Because it needs certain much. It needs certain space for the OS and bits so it can shunt data yeah, but, around. Yeah, but they don't normally advertise a lot of that, do they? No. They normally say it's a one terabyte, but obviously you only get 825 gig after their operating system. Yeah. That's just what it. So does it say that on the box, 825 gig? I think it does. Or does it say one terabyte? Is that no, is I really think it's 825 weird. gig and you get less than that, actually, because I think it's 825 and the, then the operating system. So I think it's less than that. I think it's really close to 600 and something, if I remember correctly. But yeah, he saw that. Um, and then he saw Xbox Series yeah. X. So that's advertised as one terabyte, but it won't be. Because again, yeah. with your operating system, that's that's weird. Okay. Mm. But yes, our roving reporter on the ground, Nigel, found that. What does that look like? A shredder? Uh, because it's got the ref uh, it's got the reflection <laughs> of all the DVDs and bits in the background, and <laughs> Nigel calls it his refrigerator. I'll be honest with you. Xbox um, shredder. Let me just uh, let's stop sharing that. We've lost Keith. Oh, Keith. I don't know what's uh, I don't know what's gone on there, but we've lost Keith. Um, I think he's got internet issues, so let's uh, go back here. Bump. Right. Well, Keith will return eventually. Device uh, not connected, so he's having some great technical issues on his side. It's weird. His uh, broadband used to just play up around about this time. Well, it was when we we're doing the monkey nut punch one, and now it's playing up now when we're doing it earlier. Anyway, let's go back here. And we'll go to this game rant story. Hopefully, Keith will join us back. Um, Sony, as I said, not put any bumps in. Um, Sony have hinted at um, bringing back a classic feature: PlayStation Home. Um, PlayStation Home was surprisingly popular with the Germans, um, but no one else. And the idea of PlayStation Home originally it was sold to you as you'd have a house, and the more trophies and the higher your level got the bigger your house would be and you'd have a trophy room in there and you'd have the ability to meet people in there before you went and played a game so you could then join in and go to the game together yeah i remember like that. A... i liked it yeah yeah Yeah, it was a fantastic idea never fucking implemented any of the proper bits they wanted really annoying really really annoying it would have been fantastic if they had done it but they didn't um so yeah it's it's a weird one so it may be coming back and it's strange that it, it, it's coming back because I just want, I'd rather have Days Gone 2, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Because that's a better game. Uh, so, yeah, it, it would be weird. I was going to ask Keith about it, but he's um, off somewhere with the technological fairies. Because you could um, sit down and play like drafts and chess with people, couldn't you? If I remember yeah, right. and you could do bowling and buy silly costumes. For obscene yeah, prices. I think there was like a little cinema you could go to, and yes, there was loads there was. of things. It was really good. I used to like that. It was, but it, it, I'm hoping they bring it back and they put the features that they promised us. If that makes any sense. Um, yeah, because there were some other things. I wanted the trophy room was the one I wanted. Oh, okay. Because the idea that the trophy room expanded every time you got more trophies it sounded like a fantastic yeah. idea. Sounded like a real good place to go and do a bit of boasting. Um, yeah. The PlayStation trademark was renewed by the European Union Intellectual Property Office, uh, originally approved and published in 2009. So it was uh, so it's been around for a very long time. With the renewal, will, uh, will the renewal will sustain sustain 
sustain the trademark with the EU uh, through a new expiration date of January 1st, 2028. So I'm hoping they do do something. That would be that would be good. Um, maybe they're doing a VR version of it. Maybe they're doing a mixed, actually, so you can go in their VR and, and, and not... I don't know. I'm hoping there'll be something interesting there. I was wondering if Keith was going to get back, but clearly he hasn't got back, so uh, we'll just have to carry on to our... I, I, think the, I think the VR thing, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I think that's what they'll do, because you can already um, use VR chat within Oculus. Yes. Yes. No, yeah, I remember, because that's where... Um, Uganda Knuckles came from. Do you remember Uganda Knuckles? No. That was only me remembering Uganda Knuckles. Maybe it was <laughs> me and my son. But there was a guy, they would rip off bits from Nollywood films, from Nigerian-made films, uh, and then put it over a virtual version of Knuckles, where it asks, like, do you know the way in African? It was, uh, I found it funny. Mm. It was a meme that lasted all of uh, three weeks, <laughs> I think, back in uh, 2017. <laughs> Okay, we've lost Keith. I think he's gonna say he's dead, but uh, we'll oh, no. come back, Keith. Come back, Keith. Um, he's probably restarting his router and swearing. Ah, oh, right, um, let's go. So, we'll, 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 uh, we'll move on to our next bit. I'll be honest with you, I've been forgetting to do that in between. Um, I like that. I like the Atari Jaguar Jaggy one, one you did as well. That was good. Yeah, well, oh, I've just ripped them off because I haven't got any bumps or anything, so I figured I'd use all the start-up screens because I like start-up yeah. screens. Oh, they're cool. Uh, PlayStation Play at Home giveaway uh, continues with in-game money and items. Okay, not many people like in-game money and items, but if you get them for free, it's, it's, it's not so bad. So... Starting May the seventeenth, which is tomorrow, uh, PlayStation Home will run a will run a second event, which will include free items from Brawlhalla, World of Tanks, World of Warships, Warframe, NBA Show Twenty Twenty One, NBA uh, NBA Two K Twenty One, Rocket League, Destruction All Stars, and Rogue Company. And um, from May twenty first, Call of Duty Warzone will also include uh, double XP tokens, which is nice. Um, giving away stuff for free is always good. Um, you may not agree with the start where they're doing their business, but having some some free items and stuff uh, is uh, is nice. And I think we should uh, carry it's, on with the niceness. It's not like what Microsoft have been doing, though, is it? They've got a lot of catching up to do. Well, I, I think Sony have seen this as um, people are stuck at home, uh, and we want them to be nice to us. So when everything returns to normal, they'll think of us first when it comes to buying something. So I think it's uh, spending their marketing budget on that. But on on the games they're advertising, most of those, I mean, some of them I don't know, but most of those, they're free games. Yes, yes, but these are in-game items. So you get uh, an exclusive. It's like with, uh, if you play Apex Legends, for example, you get free, you get the free PlayStation skins, you get free Xbox skins as well. And then you get like some extra. <laughs> it's, not, it's not costing Sony anything though by doing that, is it? I don't know, but they, the other things would put the game to put. They put what was it? They put the Horizon. Oh, what's it called? Horizon Zero Dawn out last beginning of this month, I think. Okay, which is part of that 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 play at home thing, and they've done other games and stuff. And we've got Keith back. 
Keith Hello, is Keith. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to disappear again. My internet is is absolutely being crap. It only ever seems to do this on a Sunday at this time. Yes. Sorry, mate. Um, um, but we will see. Um, I apologise for interrupting. That's that's fine. You can interrupt, mate. You can interrupt your your heart's content. It's one of these things that happens. Um, we're just talking about them giving away some free stuff for, on free to play games and whether. Is it a good thing or a bad thing, or is it a bit hollow? I, think the other I don't like free-to-play games. I have never liked free-to-play games. I don't like the pricing model. I actually think they're borderline immoral. Um, I think they trap kids into paying for things, and I think I, I don't like the model at all. I, in fact, I now refuse to put anything that comes up free-to-play on my phone purely because the only way you're going to win it is if you pay, and then they entice you to spend more and more and more money so that the game ends up costing you more than if you just buy a one-off 50-quid fee for a game, which is how I prefer to play video games. Sorry. I, 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 don't, I don't think you can argue with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think some are better than others. I do think some are better than others. Um, but the whole idea is, is not good because apparently Ubisoft... Um, released a statement saying that they're going to focus more on free-to-play games recently. I can't find this. I couldn't find this. This came out after I did the did the show notes that they were going to focus on free-to-play games, and everyone just freaked out because it was like, "Oh crap! You're not going to now focus on on doing the AAA titles that you used to do," um, which is understandable. They went, "No, no, no. We're still going to do the AAA titles, but we're going to do free-to-play games. So you'll probably get some kind of um, Far Cry Battle Royale." Um, What's the other ones? That's a Tom Tom Clancy's Battle Royale. Um, what other games do they? Assassin's Creed Battle Royale. Because they're all the same fucking game. I'll be honest with you. Even if you look play the mobile games on your phone, they always wind up being the same bloody game. Well, no, you get the card games and things like that, and then you've got the building games yeah, where I you can you buy credits and speed the things up. All the other card games. That's true. They just, they just all want the slice of uh, slice of pie, don't they? Of uh, Fortnite. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they saw the they saw the money that was being made off the back end of Fortnite, and uh, they were like, kind of, oh my god, we need we need money, we need all that money. Um, yeah. And let's face it, Epic Games didn't even need Fortnite. I think they did actually, because I, I think they did. The, 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 the engine that they they uh, sell out to everybody. A yeah, lot of there's... people use that Epic Games engine. That that Epic Game Engine is being used, but I'll give you examples where EA have stopped using it and they use a Frostbite engine. That's why Mass Effect Andromeda had so many technical issues. Mm. Um, and I think other companies have also stopped using it. So if you're if you're Sony, is you're, I think a toss-up between three engines, one of them being the Decimer engine, which I think is the best one out of the three of them. And there's, there's some other ones. Um, but yeah, you're right. And saying that, Sony have pushed now to have... Uh, a share of that um, Unreal Engine because that's important for them because that way people will build those games and if it's easier to port it out to a PS5, they're going to wind up being a bit more favourable to that so they can have it as the standard for all those games. Um, it's, it's frustrating. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want free to game, play games. I don't like. I like play my game, bump, and uh, it works. Mm. That's what I want. But this kind of kind of sucks. Um, uh, Bill has got a, a little uh, hint for you, Keith. Have you tried turning it off and on again? I mean, yeah, that's what I just did. I switched everything <laughs> off because it even cut out on my phone. I don't get it. I, I just, you know. 
I had it on my phone for a while and it cut out on there. It's, so it's, uh, who knows? Oh, well. Okay. Technology, eh? Yes, technology. <laughs> yeah. I was trying Do you not to have a Sega it. one? There is one missing. Do you not have Sega? <laughs> I've got Sega somewhere. I've got it's what funny because I've got I've got Nintendo Switch and Steam and Game Boy that I've added recently. I'll add the other ones in there. Sorry, Babs, I didn't mean to cut you off there. It's all right. <laughs> Press the button, then it takes a couple of seconds for it to happen. It's not like I can cancel it. Um, because it will flash up regardless. Um Sony, Sony. This is very PlayStation orientated because they seem to uh, be stealing the news because it's Xbox 20th birthday. So naturally, they want to uh, get in front of it with all their kind of stuff. So Sega have announced that they've got 25 new PS5 games in production, and we've got uh, Ratchet and Clank, which is coming out soon. Horizon Dawn, Forbidden West, which is not only coming out on the PS5, it will come up on the PS4 too. And I think that's probably oh. due to the uh, to the. I wonder uh, why. PlayStation, Sony, PlayStation Studios have got 25 new PS5 games in, in, in production for the few people that actually have a PS5 console. So they're going to sell loads there. But as I said, I think they'll be doing them so they're, they're four and five. The architecture is yeah. not a million miles away from each other. It's just a, it's it's the, the hardware bits and, and stuff on there. Uh, God of War Ragnarok, plus they've got a load of other new IPs for this. Um, okay, Keith, you being with your... You think it's weird? That's weird. It's all right. The thing didn't come up there. Um, yeah, they're working on it, and they've got some. They claim that they've got new IPs, so they're, they're working on stuff that not necessarily a sequel to something else, and that, that's that's good because uh, Microsoft. I think Microsoft announced something about Fallout Four, not Fallout Four, Fallout Five. The problem is that Fallout Seventy Six. And when you played it at the launch, it may be better now, but when you played it at launch, has sucked all the jam out of my fucking donut when it comes to, to Fallout. So they're now in direct competition with Microsoft to get all new, all exciting games out on their consoles, which is great for us as the gamers. But um, they've got to be good. They've got to be yep. good because uh, if they're shit, then no one will buy them. And that means that they've got to be you know, engaging and working is the, the key thing there. And I think that's you know something that's quite uh, um, important now with all these buggy messes. And I'm still waiting for Cyberpunk to be released on the PlayStation 5 because I know when it gets released on the PlayStation 5, it'll be working. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's one thing. I, I hate it because PC people, um, they've probably got modders out there that probably fixed half these things in unofficial patches like they've done with Fallout. I have to admit, I'm interested in Cyberpunk, and if it does come out for the PS5, I, I, I will do my level best to get hold of one because I am intrigued in it, but I won't play it at the moment because it just doesn't work, does it? No, yeah, yeah so, leave, so... leave it alone until they fixed it because it, it's mm. uh, it's it's a great game. It really is good. I, I'm what I, I I was expecting to hear something in May about it. Like a big patch release, then people to be oh look, it's working now because I understand the games don't work first time out. That means they're just going to buy it at a discounted rate. And I was expecting a PS5 version of two, which I think will probably the PS5 version, the Xbox X and S series versions will probably because they've got more a significant amount more power and they will mitigate half the problems that the game's having because <coughs> they've got the hardware to run it, so you can have more than five people in a street without the game going. 
Mm-hmm. You see, I, I, I don't think we should have that attitude and, and expect it not to work because it should. They, they yeah. release the game, it should work. Well, it, it's one of those things where it's a case of if it doesn't work, I don't buy it. It's like with Days Gone. Days Gone didn't work when it first came out. And I didn't touch that until until they got it working. And then when they did get it working, it was it was brilliant. Um, and I'm hoping it's going to be the same with Cyberpunk too. Um, so yeah, it's it's a odd one. I've seen some seen some modders do some interesting things with it. I've seen some modders do some interesting things with Resident Evil. Have you seen them? Where you've got people getting attacked by um, feral, oh, who's the Barney the dinosaurs? So they're down in like these catacombs and they're getting attacked. It's brilliant. I have to find that. It's a really good one to to, to watch there. But um, yeah, I'm I'm hoping these things will will sort themselves out, and we'll, we'll get we'll get those 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 things come through. So so the next one is one of your stories, Babster. So I will just uh, pop this up on screen and uh, and share it with you. But before then. Uh, bump. Yeah, which, that. which one you R type? Yeah. So uh R type two finally the um bullet hell side scrolling shoot 'em up, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um we've got this coming out, so uh tell us about it. Well you remember R type? I yeah, I remember the, the original the original shooter. Yeah, the schnizz when I was first exposed. I bought the uh, the Nintendo Switch version. Um, they had a nice little nice little booklet and uh, CD with it. So yeah, it was an absolutely rock hard shooter by IRM. Uh, I think this started off as a as a Kickstarter. Which I didn't back, believe it or not. Um, which has never been officially released. Oh, is this the trailer? This is the trailer. The problem is it's showing at 60 frames a second. and Well, it's trying to show at 60 frames a second, but the resolution's yeah. not working, so it's a bit jumpy. Um, yeah, I remember this because it was there was this one, and then there was a weird one called like Poyo Poyo Shooter Up or something, um, where you were like a bird. I remember this. You remember our time, yeah. don't you? The original, yeah, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. First I do. yeah. Thing like this, I was exposed to was Gradius. Do you remember Gradius? Yeah, yeah, because um, yeah, you, you got Nemesis, Salamander, yeah, Gradius, yeah, Gradius, and then our the type came along after. Yeah. But it's one of those ones where I think it's, I think Contra might put me off of playing this. We are having to do the bullet that bullet hell aspect where you're trying to just you literally just hold the trigger down and you dodge. And you spend your time just like yeah. and you gotta figure the patterns out and then you die and you're like, okay. And and it could be fun, but for me it was always a bit I was not I was not the biggest thing in it, but but saying that I might I might pick I might pick up the my my uh retro box thing that I've got and, and see if I've got R type on it and give that a go. And just see how I get get on with playing that, and then I don't know. I've got an I was going to say I wanted to see what it was like on the other systems because the uh, I bought the Switch version, um, and in handheld mode, it uh, it works quite well. But on docked mode, 
it is suffering with some uh, frame issues, so I hope they patch it because uh, it's a shame because it really is a good game. Is that though? Is that down to the size of the TV, or are you just plugging it into a standard HD TV? I think it's just down to the game itself. I think it generally mm. needs patching up and optimizing for for the Switch. Um, I've I've noticed a few few games like that that they've um, there was a, a Castlevania type game that when it first came out ran terrible. Um, they patched it up, and uh, See, yeah, runs. I noticed that plugging it into my 4K TV Zelda now doesn't yeah. does get suffer some frame drops um yeah. which it didn't well, do before well, when i was plugging it? it yeah that's the thing i love mm. i mean the fact i love what the samsung tv does because it it displays the switch logo it doesn't do it for the playstation because obviously they're a direct competitor so okay. you won't let them lose yeah. that but nintendo don't give a shit so when you plug it in it just comes up with a splash screen saying nintendo switch it's quite cool um, okay. and it does do a damn good job yeah, it does do a damn good job of it. I mean, it's the same TV Gareth's got. We both got yeah. pretty much the same TV. Yeah. Have you tried Dirt Chief? Have you checked mm -hmm. to see if the remote works on the Switch? Yes, so your it does. regular remote on your TV. Yeah, the that that's the, the yeah, it works on the Switch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. It does on the PlayStation too. I was just like, oh, this is a function I never knew about. No one. Yeah, it's a smart remote. It's it's pretty it's pretty cool. It, it, it's pretty cool. I tell you what is good with the Switch. You can, uh, from a company called Eight Bit Dough, you can buy a USB um, Bluetooth adapter. And yes. Yeah, there you go. And you can use one of those pads. You can use your PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five pad, and also your Xbox pads, which is pretty cool. Um, I like it. Eight Bit Dough, a great company. I love Eight Bit Dough. Yeah. Eight Bit Dough do some great things. I really do. It's like this control. This is great because this is this is this is SNES meets dual uh, dual stick. Yeah, I, yeah, I love that. I've got the I've got the eight the eight bit version of it. Ha! So it's the old the old NES one. <laughs> oh, that's that, pretty that, cool. That's where you get the, the term blistered thumbs from. When you're playing games on that. We used to play really hard. Yeah. I used to come back with blistered thumbs from the NES controller. Um, have you played Resogun? What was that? Sorry. Have you played Rezo Gun? Rezo Gun? No, I don't think so. You haven't played Rezo Gun. Rezo Gun on PlayStation. You should give that a go. Okay. Yeah, that's the only game. I'm trying to think of a game recently I played like Hard Type, and it was Rezo Gun. And if you've got it, then give it a go because it's a good game. And then the people who've made Returnal with Karens in space um, recently, and they've got that bullet hell thing, but for a third-person shooter. Um, but this was a side-scrolling win. It was weird because it was side-scrolling, but it was like around a cylinder. Yeah, so it's kind of tempest like. So yeah, try the Rezo gun one. You've got me thinking. Of... There we go. Bullet hell shooter. It's not quite find it. Is it? Is 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 he? Um, what's is it? them all by how they play. <coughs> Excuse me. Karen's yeah. in space. Yes, Karen's in space. Return. I still can't believe it's fucking seventy quid. Piss off if you want me to might pay that for the game. I'll get it when I'll he's winning. Quite, if you can guess what this game is. <laughs> I can't see it very well. What? <laughs> da, 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 da. Pitfall? Yes! Get in wow. there. Got that from a few <laughs> pixels. I'm a genius. <laughs> um, okay, let's move on to our next story. Yeah.
Was that, that the Steam? Answer? Yeah, that was that Steam. Was, yeah, yeah. That's the Steam Home logo, yeah. Yes. Uh, I like this one. So, uh, Elite Dangerous Odyssey New World won't exist outside the expansion. No. Nah. So Horizon players still uh, will still touch down on the game's older, blobbier planets. Yeah, so so basically because they've upgraded the engine with new lighting effects, um, planetary tech, which is nice, um, and the fact that you can get out your vehicles, walk across the planets, you won't be instant. There won't be an instance with those with those players. Um, it's caused a bit of a upset, but to be fair, um, I don't know what people expect. They've, they've put new planetary tech into it. You, you're paying for this extra expansion, so what, why would you be able to do it? I think it's probably, we use the term expansion. Mm. I think that's the thing, because they want it to add on to the game, so they look at yeah. it as an expansion to the game, and I think that's the thing. I think maybe it may be time to come up with Elite Dangerous 2, put all this tech and shit into there, put all yeah. that kind of uh, first-person shooter bits in there, the landing stuff in there, expand it out. Mm. Um, I think I think part of it, I think part of it's helped. No Man's Sky, I think, has helped a lot because when No Man's Sky came out, it didn't work. I looked at Elite, the first, first game I looked at was Elite Dangerous. And then No Man's Sky's come out and they've built all their stuff back up and you can build yeah. bases and, and go on planets and stuff. Oh, what, so, what they've done with No Man's Sky is incredible. All oh, for free as well. Yeah, and the fact Imagine. that it was started off as a complete bloody failure and now it's turned into something a bit more uh, palatable game-wise. Mm. Um, and I think that Elite Dangerous needs to either do the same and put build the whole thing up layer on layer on layer or give us Elite Dangerous 2 and then maybe do the same thing again with that and then add in you know, different missions and stuff. I think I haven't... This is the funny thing is I've got your joystick over there, which I'm planning on sorting out this week because I've got the week off. And I'm I'm planning on playing it. I'm worried because every time I think about playing it, it's one of those games I think is going to play it, and it's like a week later. Oh fuck! I didn't go to work because <laughs> you know it's like when you get involved in a really. Oh, in... it it will it will take over. I guarantee you, it'll ruin your gaming. Ruin oh, no, mine. That's why I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm so worried about pulling the trigger on it. I really am. Every time I look at it, I'm like, oh, do I? And then the part next part of me goes. You know what you should do, Gareth? You should buy yourself a gaming PC. And I'm like, oh fuck off, brain. <laughs> you know, get some get some big graphics cards, but you won't be able to get them because of crypto mining. Like, oh, fuck off, brain, please stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Just keeps doing these things in my head. And yeah, so yeah, so joysticks and get hopefully it gets sorted this week. I'm gonna have a yeah poke it, around with the screwdriver. It, it's all the science that's involved with Elite Dangerous that, that blows my mind. It really is. Because at the end of the day, it's a simulation. Yeah. Um but there's plenty of groups out there and you can just land on a planet with, you know, with, with one of your friends and, and just muck about and, and make your own game up. It's a sandbox at the end of the day. You make your own fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've had SRV races down hills. We've, we've done Canyon jumps. We've done, let's see if we can rocket jump over a flying ship. You just make your own fun. It, it's, it, it's so good. It is so mm. good. Uh, but I it will ruin your game, and I'll warn you now. <laughs> just got, this is the I, see, the way I think of it is like a, like um, a bit of a, I call them Zen games. You know, the games that you you really go into to get out. 
Yeah. So when you fly flight simulator, you go in there and you get out and you observe the yeah. thing and you just but you're it, a pilot and nothing else. Yeah, but but isn't that what well that's escapism, isn't it? Isn't that what gaming's supposed to do for us anyway? You've had a hard day at work, come home, and you just want to forget yeah, about yeah. things. Yeah, but it's a different <laughs> down like a different like down like a different alley, if you know what I mean. Because you've got that yeah. kind of frenetic first person shooter that yeah. is real time strategy where you, you control everything, yeah, and you're trying to yeah, you know, move all the stuff around. Um, and then you've got um, the horror games where you take yeah. the shit out of yourself. Alien Isolation. I still love that game. I'm still waiting for Alien Isolation too. And the book was rubbish. Um, so don't ever... If you get a chance to read Alien Isolation book, don't. You think it'd be nah. like a, a retelling of what's going on in the game. It it, it turns into a mel it's 50% melodrama with Ellen Ripley on Earth, and it's shit. Um Sorry, I just had to get out of my system because so that book that's was awful. The re- that's the review? <laughs> that's the review of that book. Don't touch it. The guy admitted he never played the game. So he just read the what? notes for the game. Yeah, I know. Shit. And it was it was all melodrama. He's like, oh, it's, it was all about Ripley arguing with her, her estranged husband or whatever at the time about who was looking after their daughter. Um, and then there's another character in it called Zuma Hendrix who's in another book which is even worse. Um, because she's the bestest ever. And instead of making her about 50 and a career soldier, which would have worked fantastic, she's about 20 of telling 40-year-olds what to do. I hate to tell you, you know, when it comes to the kind of military things, experience counts for a fucking lot. Um, but that, <laughs> two book reviews aside, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to trying and getting Elite Dangerous sorted out. I've got, I know it runs on my computer. I can get about 60 frames a second at uh, 1080p. Or I can get six frames a second at 4K. Um, so naturally, I'm going 1080p with it. It it still looks amazing at 1080p. Oh yeah, it does. It does. It's. Uh, I had it, I had to knock the. I mean, it was only in alpha stage anyway, but I had to knock my res back down from 4K to 1080p because of Odyssey, because of all the uh, the new tech they've uh, they've put into the game. But it just looks incredible, especially now you have got atmospheric planets as well. It really does look good. I've spent hours just looking at the sky. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's good. Anyway, let's let's move on to our next one. Uh, any mini, miny, uh, mine. Bit too quick for me to press the button to share the screen. Okay, so this is something you keep showing me and me, Nigel. Yeah, limited me. games. Limited run games. It's like. It's like taking a gambling addict to New, uh, to, uh, New Vegas, to uh, Las Vegas. Yeah. Because um, I see all this stuff and it looks... I hate this site. Hate I it. hate it. It's, it's ambivalence because I hate it and I love it all at the same time. Because look at this. It's like, <sighs> Castlevania. And then I go, actually, I've got Castlevania downloaded on my bloody Xbox that I haven't finished playing. So it's like that. Yeah. It's a classic collection. I'm looking at you the... You can the... touch this one, though. Hold I know. It. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just like to point out, I only paid three pound for the one on the Xbox because uh, I'm cheeky and uh, figured a way out of not uh, paying too much for the damn games. I remember playing. I remember my friend lent me Castlevania, and I got further than him in it. And I, and I couldn't take a. And at those days, you couldn't take a picture because you had to send it to the fucking developers. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it was just like kind of yeah. I, know, I got I got past this bit because it was like. I think it's like the second encounter. Which I think it's three encounters with Dracula in it, if I remember correctly. That's the very first Konami one. It's a shame that Konami have gone shit, uh, have gone tits up because 
the Castlevania games are, are great. I love the Castlevania games. I can remember Simon's Quest on the NES. Um, my friend showed me a cheat that I don't think I'd have ever figured out. You have to get a book and pray at a certain uh, thing and wait for night to fall. And when night falls, you get a little whirlwind and it warps you to a certain location. Never would have known that because it didn't have the yeah. internet in those days. All magazine based. And another thing in Simon's Quest was the uh, the day-night cycle. The first time I came, played a game that had a day-night cycle in it. So, so the second castle, the second or third, the second castle, if I remember correctly. Um, and then the day-night cycle, and, and then everyone would turn to monsters. So if you were outside, and it's like, I kind of remember that. And then what was the other one? It was I played the third one really briefly, and I remember having a guy who could climb up um, uh, bits, but I never knew that because I didn't realize he had special powers because I didn't have an instruction booklet. It was just like, yeah, play this. But, but yeah, Castlevania was good. I've got, was it the Castlevania one, the the Mercury stream one? Well, I've, got to play, uh, I've got to get around to playing. Um, I really enjoyed that. The music was great on that one. Um, but it was one of those ones I, I started playing and then something else came along and I stopped. But oh, I like Castlevania. Did you, did you not play the, uh, the PlayStation PlayStation 1 um, Castlevania Symphony of the Night? No, that that's amazing. the one I haven't played. What? <laughs> that's the one. I've played it's probably, a lot of it's probably the best Castle, one. I've played Castlevania 64. I think I've played everyone. Oh, no. Oh, one. no. No. Castlevania. No. That's why I said Castle. I don't. That's why I didn't mention Castlevania sixty four in my <laughs> Castlevania memories because it was just fucking yeah. terrible shite. Yeah, I didn't buy I that I game. I'm so glad I didn't. Did you play it? I, th I think I played Castlevania on a Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was cool though. The Game Boy yeah. version was yeah. really good. I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. better than it, it was better than the N sixty four. It 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 was because that was all going three D mad, wasn't they? It was like, oh, it's yeah. got to be three D. And um, to be honest, there weren't that many great games on the N64 that I remember, no. with the exception of one and and Knife walking Golden around. Eye. Yep. And, and doing <laughs> yeah. GoldenEye Mario Kart, Mother 2, and the yeah. ones were quite good. Yeah. GoldenEye yeah. Mario Kart, Mario oh, 64, yeah. Zelda, uh, Ocarina of Time, that's another good one on the thingy. Uh, Rogue Squadron was another good one on the N64. What other things? Oh, there? I forgot Rogue Squadron. Yeah, that was good. Donkey Kong 64. Oh, Donkey Kong 64. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't play that one because I didn't have the expansion pack and I couldn't afford it. And I was like, why am I buying an expansion pack? It's not a game. And it's just like, well, you need that to play. Oh, fine. I'll play on the PlayStation. Just put the disc in and let it load up. But yeah, um, I, so you, you 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 struck a chord there with that with with showing yeah. me in Castlevania because I. But yeah. on the on on the I'd imagine it's it's on there on the PlayStation Four store or the PlayStation Store. I'd be very surprised if uh, Castlevania Symphony of Night's not on there, and if if it is on there, highly recommend you play that. I, I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna check because I got a five pound voucher from Microsoft. Yeah. Um, so if it's Such on the thingy store, it's going for a fiver, then it's, yeah, I'll, I'll buy it now. Um, and then I'll have to give it a go. Ugh, actually, but, um, I've got other things I'm playing at the, the moment. The main guy who used to make the Castlevania games, um, he started up on his own. Yeah, he started off, started off with Kickstarter again called Bloodstained. So if Bloodstained is on the, is on the Xbox or PlayStation store again, um, that's one to look for. Um, Oh, quick look. See the thing with my my, my Xbox X series, it's it's entirely digital. So 
just seeing how, yeah. how I can survive digitally. So, uh, Xbox. so that's it. I mean, you can oh, even tell right. by the artwork that it's, uh, you know, Castlevania. Oh, yeah. Very much so. What's yeah. it called? Bloodstained, that, yeah. That plays, that plays really well on the Switch. That does. really is good. Very much so. Uh, I'm going to look for that now while we're talking. Um, yeah. Okay, <laughs> let's move on to our next one, which was uh, Wolfenstein, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, this is... <laughs> I don't know why it didn't go away. I pressed the button. <laughs> Sorry, perhaps. I try and put the reason is that Nigel edits these after into bite sized chunks to put on the YouTube channel. I was just going to do a little dance. <laughs> Sorry, man. Um, yeah, yeah all, all this is is a, I mean, this is a, a modding site that I use, um, and they're always updating stuff for different games. Um, so it's a Doom 2 mod, and basically they've just created a. Uh, sequel to the original wolfenstein using the same engine they've they've added effects and stuff like it but um i think on that site there is a bit of a trailer so you can see um what they've done to it but considering they've used the doom 2 engine yeah hang on a second let me just i think there is i think there's a little video section on there somewhere that you can I can see the screenshots. We've got nice, some nice screenshots. Have you yeah. seen the extreme versions of Doom that they've redone? Uh, you want about brutal Doom? Like you got, yeah. Well, you got the. They've got like yeah. because of the, so much technology now that we got, you can have like thirty variants on like the, the caco demons and whatnot. Yeah. So you've yeah. got like levels up. So they've done some. They've gone to the bloody extreme. The guns look fantastic in it. Mm. That was uh, that was an interesting. One. I need to find. Is there a video? There must be a video. Video. There we go. So let's do there we go we've got a video so what wolfenstein this one's built on the back of the what engine sorry the doom 2 engine so the original doom 2 engine oh that's They've going been working on this for about six years but um i used to I build think it's so impressive what they what you know what these guys have done You failed to stop the Nazis. Bloody Nazis. It looks quite good. So cool. Does look good. Old school, but cool. Wow. Wow. Zombies. You've got to add zombies, haven't you? 
<laughs> you know, you've got Nazis, you've got everything else, you've got to have zombie Nazis. There you yeah. go. What more do you need? <laughs> yeah, true. It is true when it comes to having a zombie Nazi. <laughs> they're, like, they're like the ultimate bad guys. We're not, we haven't just got no zombies, we've got Nazi zombies. <laughs> the ultimate bad ass non zombies. <laughs> Right, just just a quick update on Symphony of the Night. It's six pounds seventy nine. So I've got a five pound voucher. I'll pay the one pound seventy nine. Oh, you you'll love it. It's it, you know it's done in two uh, D style as well. So uh, such a good game. Such yeah, a good the, game. The other one they've got is the anniversary collection, which is sixteen ninety nine. Um, which it hasn't got Symphony of the Night on, which is really annoying. And it's got all the other Konami games on it. Yeah. Sorry. So we've got the Castlevania 1, 2, 3, Super Castlevania, Castlevania Adventures, Castlevania 2, Belmont's Revenge, Castlevania Bloodlines, Kid Dracula, never released in English before, and the history of Castlevania, book by Crescent Moon. So I'm assuming there's a digital book there for that, because it's on the digital store. That's fantastic. Okay, guys, we're going to wrap this one up now, because we've got another podcast to do in um, 30 minutes. So, uh, if you want movie news and TV stuff, we'll be in 30 minutes. We'll be either on the, the Monkey Nut Punch channel. If you're on the Gaming Face Punch channel, go to the Monkey Nut Punch channel. Thank you very much for watching and goodbye. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> Hang on. No, 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 no. That's not how we do it. So, that's just, uh, uh, where's the solo? <laughs> I just removed it from the stream. <laughs> Right, boom. I can't fuck with this. They had solo mode. There you go. Put it put it back on again. Before we go. What's that? The the, the like, outro. comment, subscribe thing. Come put it on again. Before I end the stream. There we go. Um it, It's great. It's backwards though, but uh, hell. Anyway, thanks for watching and goodbye from us.